Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to episode number 37 of the Talking Blues podcast. I'm Josh and I'm joined just by Alex today in this episode. Hopefully Peter can join us once again next week, but he's not able to make this one. Chelsea get a win over Tottenham. 1-0 final. Jorginho gets the penalty goal with a stupid penalty on Timo Werner, who once again did not have a good game. They gave him seven in the player ratings. I don't believe that. Uh, couldn't even control the ball. I understand the wet conditions and everything, slipping and sliding on the pitch. But, um, okay, I'm, I'll give you credit, Timo Werner. You were going for the ball and the player tripped you. I think that was Dyer, but I don't even know. Yeah, it was Dyer. Um, but once again, we have Alonso starting. We have the 3-4-2-1 coming into play for Thomas Tuchel. Um, one thing that Alex and I kind of touched on during the game uh, when we were talking, actually, we were watching the game simultaneously. Um, and we, we touched on how Tuchel has a lot more emotion on the sides. We don't really see Lampard was kind of composed. Maybe that was because he was down in every game or, uh, you know, I, I guess that's probably why. But, um, you know, he's got a lot more emotion on, on the side of the pitch. So that was pretty cool to see. But anyway, um, 52 to 40. You know, I love the stats here. 42 to 58% possession. Chelsea won that. 18 to 2 in shots. Two, two shots on goal. Um, a few players got a yellow card, yellow cards on both ends. I mean, I'll just talk, talk about Chelsea. Um, you have Asby and Golo Conte and Christian Pulisic all getting yellows. And then you also have Thiago Silva going down, bringing in Andreas Christensen early. Kurt Zuma's injured, so he wasn't even on the team today. Um, so, you know, that, that gives us a little preview to our lineups later. It'll be interesting for what we do. But Alex, your initial thoughts on the game here? Very good performance today. Um, if you're looking at it, you you hear the stats that Josh is mentioning. It, it was complete domination today by Chelsea. Um, besides maybe the last 20 minutes where Spurs really got into it and right after the, uh, you know, we came back from halftime. But besides that, we had the majority of chances. It could have been more. If, you know, we took our chances better, um, it could have been three, four uh, goals to nil. And I, I felt like we we played well. And to be fair, they, their chances were not bad either. Mendy came up with a couple uh, decent saves there. 
Um, but yeah, I, I really liked how we played today. It felt like we came out wanting to win. To be fair to you know our opposition, I felt like without Harry Kane, Tottenham just looked lost. They didn't seem they they didn't seem to have any outlet really. Um, Vinicius up top, he just didn't seem to do anything for them. So on the counter, they didn't really pose any threat. Um, and that really, you know, helped us get forward. Thought Mason Mount had a solid game. Jorginho even had a little uh, uh, skip in his step today. I felt like he was a little bit on, more on the ball, um, no pun intended. Alonzo was okay. Reese James, I thought, had a good, uh, good game as well. And really, the whole midfield played pretty decent. And up top, I know Josh is, you know, saying Timo Werner didn't play well. He did create the penalty, right? He made the run. That caused the penalty to happen out of dire stupidity. I, you know, you have to give him credit for that. Jorginho with the new penalty style now. So he, he's uh, able to score. And yeah, it wasn't anything great from him. Callum Hudson-Odoi was quite disappointing today. Um, he obviously was taken out around 60th minute for Christian Pulisic, who actually looked very lively when he came in. Um, and I thought he played well. And I was shocked in the beginning of the game when the team sheet came out that Olivier Giroud was not playing. Um, and I was completely shocked by that because, you know, we knew Tottenham were going to sit back without Harry Kane. Um, they were going to sit back. Even with Harry Kane, they sit back. Jose Mourinho was going to park the bus, and you need a big player in there to whip crosses into. We still whipped the crosses in, just, you know, with no success, really. Luckily, we got the penalty in that time that they we were able to kind of hit them on the counterattack. But yeah, good performance. Loved what I saw today. And Tuchel on the sidelines definitely made me smile. Josh mentioned that. It gave me some uh, Antonio Conte vibes. Yeah, and and my man in the match for this one, I mean, I, I feel like it has to be Mason Mount. Um, it didn't take him long for... at It didn't take him long at all to win over Tuchel now, getting his second consecutive start since Tuchel has been the manager. He was consistently involved. Uh, in the first half, he dropped into space to collect passes. And he looked to take on the Tottenham defenders. So I think he was very good uh, in this game. And he's my man in the match. I'm going to go with Mateo Kovacic. I think this is two in a row now that I've gone with him. He created a very good chance that he wasn't able to finish. Could have found that final ball to Pulisic late in the second half. But overall, he was a real maestro in the midfield. Really got the better of Ndombele. Um, and the rest of that Spurs midfield with Sissoko as well. So I felt like he was very good today. Um Special shout out, Reese James coming into the team, uh, back into the team, so that he would played pretty solid, especially defensively. I saw um, a very solid performance from him. Yeah, so the, those are my two, my man of the match and my honorable mention there um, for today's game when we're recording this, you know, a couple hours after the game. Moving on, obviously, on Sunday, we're playing Sheffield United. It's going to be a tough game. Sheffield have been on some good form recently obviously they are last in the table but they are on what a two three game winning streak now josh is going to go over the stats yeah that game going to be on sunday it's going to be at 2 15 uh eastern standard time interesting of a 2 15 start uh 7 15 for all you british viewers watching in the uk chelsea are in sixth right now they move up to to six now i, I believe that's right in the table is that correct after this match yes alex is giving me a head nod so i would yeah, take yeah, it yeah i think so 
Yeah, so there you go. I'll take it and run with it. Um, sitting in sixth with 36 points. Um, Everton is in seventh with the same amount of points, 36, but we have the goal differential, 13 to six. Um, and then you have Sheffield United, who is um, last in the table, so this should be pretty easy match for them, only 11 points on the season. Um, with 17 losses and only three wins and two draws. So that is good for us. But yes, so Alex mentioned they've been on a little bit of a stride. It's been in their last five win, loss, win, loss, win. So this is where they get a loss in that in that uh, in that grouping. If you were following win, loss, win, loss, they just got a win. Let's give them their loss um, and and move on with it. I mean, this this has to be a win for Chelsea. Please be a win. Uh, but Sheffield United have won three of their last four home Premier League matches against Chelsea. Winning twice in 1993 uh, and 3-0 last season, 3-0. Um, none of the, and then another stat I have here: none of the last 15 league matches between Sheffield United and Chelsea um, at uh, Bramall Lane have ended as a draw. Nine Sheffield United wins, six Chelsea wins. So it's not been good for Chelsea and Sheffield United's home. Let's hope we can change that, and make it a little different, and give ourselves a Chelsea win. I think we should go on to the lineups now since I mentioned that anyway. It's going to be – oh, actually, before that, I just wanted to mention the return of the Chelsea uh, Premier League 2 team is going to uh, be playing Arsenal Academy tomorrow as well. I just wanted to put that out there because we never really mentioned the Chelsea Academy. They haven't been playing uh, – their last match was, I believe, in, in early January or something around that time, uh, I think. So, uh, you know, it'll be glad – we'll. It'll be glad to see them come back and, and play against Arsenal tomorrow. A little bit of a rivalry, but it's obviously not a Premier League match. Premier League 2 match for our academy players. Anyway, up uh, onto our lineup. It's going to be Mendy Net for me. Christensen is going to be starting at center back. He actually played okay today. Rudiger um, at center back as well. And then Asby on the right side of those center backs. And I'll just knock them out. You know what? We'll have my wing backs. Uh, we'll have Marcus Alonso gets the rest, so it's going to be Ben Chilwell at the left wing back, CHO at the right wing back, uh, and Jorginho and Havert as my two center mids because I feel like one of them is going to have to get a rest. And we know that Tuchel favors uh, Jorginho right now, so I think he starts and Kovacic hits. So for me, um, my back three, I'm going to have Mendy and Ned as well. My back three is going to be identical to Josh. I'm going to have Aspie, Christensen, and Rudiger. Um, just some news after the game, actually, that we're getting now. Tuchel said that the uh, muscle injury for Thiago Silva is worrying. So he definitely looks like will not be back against Sheffield. Um, and, you know, that's definitely a concern. Hopefully he'll be back soon. We'll get more details probably by the next episode of the extent of his injury. Um, and... In my midfield, my wingbacks, I'm going to have Reese James starting again. Um, actually, no. I'm changing it up. Mid, mid change up. I'm going to have Callum Hudson-Odoi at right wing back. I'm going to have at left wing back Ben Chilwell. And on in the middle, I'm going to go with Mason Mount and N'Golo Conte in the center of midfield. Going to my attack, I'm going to have Olivier Giroud up top. Timo Werner on the left-ish kind of playing off of Giroud. And I'm going to have Christian Pulisic starting on the right-hand side of that kind of 3-4-2-1. So that 2-1. You could see some rotation there. um, And I'm going to be interested to see what happens. 
And then at my front three, it's going to be uh, left forward for the forwards now. This is weird that I, I have to get used to this. It's going to be Christian Pulisic. And then at the right forward, once again, the man who I had the man of the match this week, or this game, Mason Mount. And then at striker, I was waiting to see him, just like Alex was Olivier Giroud at striker for me. Maybe I'll go with Tammy Abraham. Please don't have Timo Werner out there. Please, please, please don't have Timo Werner out there. Olivier Giroud starting at striker position for me. All right, so for my score prediction, I'm going to go with a 3-0 Chelsea win. I'm going confident. I liked what I saw today, and I am going to see one goal from Mason Mount. And you know what you're going to see? Two goals from Callum Hudson-Odoi. That's what's going to happen. That's my prediction. 3-0 Chelsea. Let's hope it happens. Alex going with the score predictions of all the players who are scoring. I'm going to go a little uh, a little shy of that with a 2-0 win for Chelsea. Olivier Giroud, header goal. Um, I'll, I'll go with that. And, yeah, I'm going full Alex right now. And we'll go CHO also gets a goal. It's a banger. It's a banger. It's going to go top right corner. Um, and that is my goal prediction. My score prediction, 2-0 win for Chelsea on Sunday. Just a quick episode we wanted to put out here, recapping the Tottenham game and obviously previewing the Sheffield United game this weekend. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, drop a five-star rating and review wherever you're able to. And and um, wherever you're listening, please, um, what is it? Um, share with one friend, share, and friend, share with friends and family. And also be sure to share on your social medias. Go follow us on Twitter at TalkingBluesPod and share the, twi- the podcast and then DM us on Twitter so we know you did so. Really appreciate it. Also on Twitter, follow the Giant Take podcast. is the New York Giant podcast that Alex and I do. Peter has been on there before as well, so go check that out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we're going to have another episode out next week to preview the Barnsley-Chelsea FA Cup fifth round match, and we'll recap this game against Sheffield United as well. Look forward to that one early next week. Uh, I'll, I'll estimate for a Tuesday or Wednesday episode. I'm not going to pick a day because I don't know which one it'll be. Wherever you're listening, please keep listening. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon with another Chelsea episode. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.